the first chapter. Jeremiah, hallelujah, the prophet. God is so good. God bless you for your faithfulness again. I thank you for your prayers. And I know you're praying for me. So I'm not going to ask you to pray for me. I'm just going to ask you to keep it up. Amen. Keep it up. Praise the Lord. Uh, I get a lot. Of, can I just praise God? I know. I know. I'm not saying you got to just be texting me or anything. But, you know, I get, you know, Bob that comes Sunday mornings. I get text messages from him all the time. Just, man, I'm praying for you, making up a hedge for you so the devil can't get at you. You know, the devil's going to attack the leader. He knows. He tells me all the time, devil's going to attack the leader. We believe that. Amen. Praise the God. The Bible says, smite the shepherd. The sheep will scatter. Amen. So the devil targets. You say, well, I'm fighting the devil. Well, you know what? I might know something about that. People act like he doesn't even know where I live. Yeah, he knows. Amen. He knows. Praise God. And we're not, uh, we're not complaining. We're not. We're glad he's angry. Amen. Praise the Lord. And if you're on his team, you're angry too. Amen. Praise God. It's time you get angry at the devil for lying to you, trying to pull your soul to hell. Amen. Well, praise God. But I appreciate prayers, appreciate people that recognize that and pray so that, praise the Lord, we can just have the liberty to preach the word of what God lays on our hearts. And we want to be a blessing to you, want to help you, praise God. Jeremiah 1. Again, let's pray, Father, thank you for your presence here today. Thank you for the power that you've given us over all the power of the enemy. But, Lord, not in this do we rejoice, but we rejoice, rejoice that our names are written down in the Lamb's Book of Life, God. And we thank you that we know, Lord, in you we have your salvation, God. Help somebody here today, God. Just confirm in them what you're trying to do. Work in them, Lord, your will, because your will is so good. We love you. We thank you. We pray in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. amen. Jeremiah 1, verse 4. God is calling Jeremiah. Well, can I say it this way? He's letting him know his calling. Verse 4, then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. How is that? And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee to a prophet unto the nations. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. The Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I send thee. And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Praise God. God bless you. You can be seated. Well, hallelujah. I, I, we get a little bit of a peek into what the ministry has to deal with. He says, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and uh, uh, tell you already. They're not all going to be smiling when you tell them what they need to hear. Not what they want to hear. But don't be afraid of their faces. You just go ahead and tell them anyway. Another prophet, the Bible says, you know, they've got hard heads, but I'm going to make your head like an adamant stone. You know, you, I'm going to I'm going to give you some toughness. Amen. To be able to handle the battle you've got to go through. But uh, I want to look here at Jeremiah here and recognize every one of us uh, that God's got a plan for our lives. Very simple tonight. But I know what God spoke to me this morning, praise God. And, and you know, if we would just look at the top of this, this line right here at this pulpit, and I don't know if you remember in school sometimes we would study history, and they'd say, let's form a timeline so you can kind of visualize when this happened, you know. Here's a lot of times they'd say, here's the difference, the dividing point between A.D. and B.C. Don't tell me that the world doesn't have to acknowledge that Jesus was alive. 
Amen. Hallelujah. So uh, they'd say this, and, and they'd take you, you know, maybe it was uh, when George Washington crossed the Delaware over here. Maybe it was, you know, Julius Caesar over here. And you could see places on the timeline because time just moves on in a linear fashion. Amen. But, you know, God's almighty God's, you know, not on this timeline. He's out here looking at that. He sees the beginning. He sees the end. Praise God. He's not confined to space and time like we are. So when he starts talking to Jeremiah, he says something. I want every one of you to understand that 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 you're no different. Praise God than Jeremiah in this respect. He said, Jeremiah, I already had a plan for you. I already knew who you were, what your gifts and your abilities were. You're special to me. And I've got a plan for your life. That later on in the book of Jeremiah, God says, I know the thoughts that I have for you. Amen. When you're wrestling and trying so hard to do things your way and you don't realize you keep falling, you keep failing, you keep making a mess of things and you say, wait a minute, God, you have some thoughts toward me. He said that I've got a plan for your life. I have a purpose that's going to take you intentionally to where I want you to go. Amen. It's not always easy going in, in God's will. It's not always the, the most convenient thing. But you know, when you find the will of God, what you were created for, do you ever just feel like there's more to life, like you're unfulfilled? I can tell you that was in a nutshell. My life, I didn't have, a, I was blessed in a lot of ways, probably with, with a, a lot of fi- physical blessings and and but you know what inside there was an emptiness inside there was a lack of meaning and purpose and that caused depression in me that caused a lot of confusion in me praise god over the years but when god came into my life i was able to say you know what i might not like just where i am right now but you've got me on the fast track to blessings amen i know that every step i take if i keep my eyes on you your will is good Amen. Again, let me say this, that it might not always be easy. We're going to talk about the spiritual battles that we face Wednesday. I was thinking maybe I was going back and forth saying, God, please let me figure out what I need to preach tonight. I know you gave me something this morning. Praise God. But I feel like maybe we need something else tonight. And thank God. Don't worry. I've got it figured out. Somebody sitting back and say, I hope he gets it straight now. We might be here for a while if he tries to preach them both at the same time. Amen. But you know what? It might not always be just fun and convenient. But when you know, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm doing something and I'm working hard and I'm fighting battles, but I'm right where I need to be. Amen. Praise God. Paul was able to go to prison and say, you know what? I'm going to be all right because God's got his hand on my life. And so maybe you're not in a physical prison, but, but you know, if you find the will of God, if you let God lead you in his will, it's always going to be best. Sometimes you got to make difficult decisions. Sometimes you got to fight some battles. Sometimes people around you, they're not going to understand and they're going to come against you. But you find what God wants for you and start doing that and taking it one step at a time in that direction. You will be blessed. You will be blessed. Amen. Praise God. So often things that we're searching for, so often things that we want in our lives. You know, uh, I think one wise man said years ago, looking for love in all the wrong places. 
Praise God. You want love, you want joy, you want happiness, but you're trying your best to find it in your will. And God says, I've got all that. I've got that for you. I've got it better. You know what the Bible says about God's plan for our lives? See, this is just the kind of God that he is. Exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think. God's got something amazing for you. Be careful. You know, a lot of times people get online and start looking at different people that are, you know, putting putting a show out for everybody. Look at how amazing my life is. And we always dress just perfectly. And we always look so perfectly. Just kind of crawling out of bed and looking perfectly. You know, even the people that are stranded on desert islands for years, they're still looking perfect. And uh, praise God. And, and they try to make you feel like you don't have enough. Praise God. That, that you're lacking something. But when you know you're in the will of God, that's enough. I heard a story told of these two authors that were pretty famous years ago that they went to uh, a big party of a, a multimillionaire and they're looking around. The one, the one said to the other, that, can you believe this? This guy has more money than we make in, and he gets more money in like a month than we make in 10, 20 years. And the other author said to him, we've got something that he'll never have. And he said, what's that? He said, enough enough godliness with contentment is great gain but listen to me when you find your place in god that is enough amen it's enough praise god and when people come down on you and hurt you it's enough because you got god and you you know hey they can't they can't waver you they can't pull you aside because you're you're right in that zone amen amen the the bible tells us in the book of john the uh 10th chapter. Praise God. John 10. Hallelujah. Verse 27. And this whole chapter is just so good. Well, that whole book is so good. Well, the whole Bible is really so good. (laughs) Amen. But verse 27. Well, Hallelujah. It's just hard for me. I just want to back up to the beginning of the chapter and then beginning of the book. Then, you know, but he says in verse 26, you leave me not because you're not my sheep. As I said unto you, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. The first thing I want to talk about about the will of God is that God does want to talk to you. And I believe more. One of the most important things that I'll ever do as a pastor, helping you be saved, helping you get to heaven, is to help you to discern or to, to recognize the voice of God in your own life. To recognize sometimes God's doing, see the problem with people, and we're going to get to this. It's really the bottom line of what we're talking about. The problem with people like us is we have a will. And we think we have it figured out. And a lot of times God's spirit is prompting us or tugging at our hearts or trying to get our attention. You know, it's not so much even an audible voice many times. God can do it. He will do it. He does do it. Amen. But often it's that still small voice is what Elijah was hearing from God. That prophet that I'm sure he heard the audible voice of God, I'm sure, at times. But this time, it was a still, small voice. you got to be listening for that. 
You got to be sensitive to that. And see, sometimes I have found in my own life, and if you have ever heard God prompting you or dealing with you, He'll tell you, like we were talking about earlier, many, many times what you don't want to hear. I would be very suspect of your ability to hear God's voice if it's always, yeah, do what you want. I'm behind it. Because your will, if you realize you want the easy way, you want the convenient way, you don't want to cross, you don't want to sacrifice, you don't want to give up. Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me. And we're trying to get away from a cross. We're trying to do everything that's just easy. Amen. God, you think I should sleep in? Right? Praise God. You think I should, you know, we, we want our will to be done. So there's a lot of times you have to humble yourself and, and be able to say, God, I want you to lead me. What happens, our conscience, that still small voice of the Holy Ghost in us that tries to deal with us. Sometimes we, we quiet it down. We push it away. We, we plug our ears, so to speak, because we, we, we want what we want. And we can be kind of stubborn that way. To be able to be led by the Spirit means two things. You got to be able to hear God and you got to listen to God. You got to obey God. Amen. The worst thing you can do is harden your heart against God. The worst thing you can do is say, God, I know what you said, but this is what I want and I don't want to hear that anymore. And that's where people get so angry. They know. I've preached this to you so many times. They already know what God had told them. I don't know how many times it's so odd, so really sad to me that people many, many times later on come around after they caused so many, much trouble, been so, so angry and, and been so rude and say, I knew all along what God really was trying to tell me. I just didn't want to obey him because I wanted my way. There's a lot of reasons why God's way is ease, isn't always the easiest. He said, take up your cross. And you can sit back and say, yeah, but if I did it God's way, it would be so what would happen and how is this going to work out? God sometimes doesn't tell us how he's going to meet your needs or how he's going to do things. He just says, trust me. And you have to be able to obey him. Look at men like Abraham that God said, you know, I'm going to I want you to take your son Isaac and sacrifice him unto me. And Abraham still had enough faith to say, Isaac, God will provide himself a lamb. Amen. God had it all worked out from the beginning. Just obey me. Just trust him. Sometimes God will lead you in a way and you're not sure why, why God it's, you know, that's, but, but his ways are far above our ways and he's got a plan. He's got a plan to bless you. He's got a plan to help you not only get to heaven, but help others get to heaven. He's got a plan for you to take away the things that are condemning you and hurting you and if, Fill your life with things that will bless you. Now, number two here is so important because sometimes we can, I've seen it a lot of times, really, people getting off track and still saying, but God's leading me this way. They're doing things that, that are quite honest, obviously not God's will. And they're saying, I know I'm still closer to God than ever. Living for God is more than impressions and feelings. I believe in God's voice regularly, just helping us, talking to us. Praise God. But listen to me. Number two, the, the word of God, I'm not going to turn to it here right now, but I kind of uh, I, I was thinking about this this morning. Jesus told those that were 
coming against him, the religious leaders of his day, search the scriptures. He said, for in them, you think you have eternal life. They said, we believe everything in the Bible. He said, well, look at it. Why don't you read it? Because they testify of me. Amen. Amen. So let me tell you something about God. And strange enough, there have been a lot of people that have come against me with this, but say, oh, you're trying to put God in a box. I'll tell you what kind of, what I'm trying to do is tell you that God's not going to contradict himself. God's not going to lie. He can do anything he wants to do, but he is not a liar and he won't lie. The Bible says he cannot lie. So if he said, this is who I am. What I'm like, what I like, what I don't like, and this is how I do things. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God will not tell you to do something that goes against biblical principles. Amen. Or biblical commands. If there's a Bible that says this is sinful, then you can't say, well, I think God is calling me to do that. Amen. If God says, this is the way I do things, and you say, God told me to do things opposite of that or different than that, that's not God's will for you. When we start having any kind of, this is the, what we got to realize, deception is very real. We see it throughout the word of God. We see, so, and, and the Bible talks about those that would endure to the end. If it were possible, if it were possible, the very elect would be deceived. So that tells me, God's telling us in these last days, deception is really just, just cranked up. Amen. It is, uh, it, it, so we need to be able not only to, to hear from God and be directed, led by the Spirit, but it, but also be able to have it line up with His Word. Because there are, Spirits, there are devils that will try to influence us. It tells us in the Word of God. Let's turn to it. I believe it's in 2 Corinthians. Praise God. I don't normally preach from notes, and I've got less notes tonight than I normally do. Praise God. I usually just have, well, the scriptures I'm going to read. But, uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It tells us in his word, hallelujah, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be able to, to just get it right here as quickly as I thought I'd be able to. But it tells us that the devil comes as an angel of light. Amen. The devil does not come in some evil way, does not come some way obvious, if you will, but he comes as a deceiver, an angel of light. And it says, don't make any, don't be surprised that his messengers don't do the same thing. So when the devil comes to Eve in the garden, he says, oh, you know what? You will not surely die. That's a message that I like to hear. That's a, that's a positive message, but it's not what God said. And then he said, well, you'll open, your eyes will be open. You'll be like God's. Look at the fruit. It's, it, it looks like fruit that will help you be wise. And it's good to, for food and all these things, positive, all these things. But it wasn't what God said. So when I have these inspirations, if you will, these, uh, I, have to, 
I believe in it. I believe in it. But I, I want to be careful that am I breaking any principles of God's word? Is there anything in the Bible that that tells me that this is not his will? And I want to I want to I want that to undergird. I want that to support what God is doing in my life. I think that's why I really believe it's important to us to be familiar with the Bible. Amen. It's important to me that not only uh, not only you're reading the word of God in your own time, but that the word that I'm giving you is just soaked with scripture and just just filled with the word of God, because it's not going to be our idea or our uh, our you know, cunningly devised fables, if you will, but that we have a firm foundation under us to recognize and know God better. Amen. A lot of folks that say, oh, I'm so close to God. They don't know their Bibles. So how do you know God? Well, I have my own thing going on with him. Really? Because the Bible talks about deception, talks about another Jesus that people are believing. Amen. God has given us his word that we can be led by him. We can be guided by him. And uh, he's going to bring it down personal into our lives by that still small voice. But if God starts telling you to do something that that you shouldn't be doing, something that is is not his ways, praise God. The Bible tells us. In, uh, I believe it's the book of Psalms that the children of Israel were familiar with the acts of God, but Moses knew his ways. Moses was close to God. And there's just some times. How many know what I'm talking about? You know, you don't really need to maybe sometimes you just need to stop and say, you know what? I need to pray about this. But sometimes you just say, mm, doesn't seem like something my God would do. Doesn't seem right. Somebody says, well, you know what I believe? And you say, well, that doesn't sound like God. Well, how do you know it sounds like God? Well, I'm familiar with his ways. I'm familiar with how he does things. Amen. Somebody tells you, I just feel like God's given up on me. I feel like God doesn't want anything to do with me. You say, that doesn't sound like my God. Amen. I might not have a lot of Bible verses to back that up right now, but I know I know what God's ways are like. And and I want to tell you, friend, that God's not done with you yet. Amen. So you'll have these feelings and these thoughts that try to pull you down. And maybe God's just just angry with me. Maybe God's cursed my life or maybe God's uh, God's just just using me to be bringing judgment and anger against me. And you know what? Praise God. That's not the way God works. God's looking to save and God's looking to to deliver and God's looking to help us. Praise God. So. That still small voice, that leading of the spirit, they that are led by the spirit of God, they're the sons of God, the Bible says. But it's always going to be in conjunction, the spirit and the word. Amen. That's what happened in, the, in, in Genesis. Praise God. It was a spirit that was hovering over the face of the deep. And then the word spoke. It's always going to agree. Amen. It's always going to agree. Praise God. But in my own life, my last point here, and it's just that. And we, we, it seems like we've talked about this quite a bit. If I feel like God is directing me, and I feel like I'm not breaking any biblical principles, again, praise God, I've seen it be a stumbling block for a lot of people. The good thing about having a church family is there is a sense of accountability. And I don't know that everybody, I, in fact, I'll just say it very plainly, everybody doesn't have to know your business. But it's good to have 
a good relationship with a pastor, good relationship with a few brothers or a few sisters. And, and, and if you're sure that you just have heard from God, but the people that love you the most, the people that are there praying, you know, they love you. They, you know, they love God and they don't feel comfortable with that. Don't get angry. Don't get angry. God's will is to put people in your life. The Bible says, we're not going to turn to it tonight, but there's safety in a multitude of counsel. Amen. That God would put people in your life to be able to say, you know what? I'm going to pray with you about that. Or maybe they might say, you know what? I feel like you are 100% just in the will of God. That sounds so amazing. That's going to, I'm excited for you. I'm going to rejoice with you. Or maybe if they could have... Like Sister Daphne was talking a little bit about the preaching, but if somebody in your life could have the ability to say, I know, I know you don't want to hear this because you seem like you really want this, but I think you're missing something. That's why I thank God for people in my life. There have been times where I feel like I'm hearing from God. I've shared this with you. Times where I feel like God is moving. And if there's something that I feel like that, it might just seem a little different than, than, than just business as usual. I'll make sure I run that by somebody. My pastor, maybe a brother that, that in ministry that I feel comfortable with. Maybe even a brother here at the church that I have confidence in. Amen. I thank God for my wife. I know she's praying and I'm not afraid of her input ever. Amen. I know you might say, well, you know what? A woman needs to, hey, thank God for somebody who's going to help me. Amen. You say, well, you, you know, you start sounding like Elijah. You never like the way I do things. Well, some people, if you start doing things right, maybe we'd like it. Amen. Hallelujah. But you know what? You do need to recognize people in this world that just want validation. Tell me how awesome I am. You know, the real world's not like, like social media. Amen. You, you need people that care about you, that are invested in you. People that it would break their heart if you fail and people that would be excited. That's friends. Friends. You know, there's a lot of people in this world. You know what I'm saying is true. I'm not trying to sound negative or bitter, but there's, there's people watching you right now. They'd love to see you fail. They'd love. They're waiting for you. I, I know there's people that, oh, it would be awesome to hear bad news. Praise God. That somehow. How sad is that? But listen, when God puts friends in your life, I'll tell you what a friend is. Somebody that can rejoice when you're, when you're doing well. Somebody's happy for you when you're blessed. They, they're, they're, they're celebrating when you're doing well. But when you're hurting and when you're down, that, that affects them. Amen. That's a friend. And if somebody is looking for your success and they care about you doing well, you want to hear what they have to say. People, I, I've thought so many times with people, why? What do you think I have to gain to hurt your feelings? What do you think I have to gain to make you my enemy? I, I have enough enemies. I don't want any more. But a true friend won't sell out and just tell you what you want to hear for peace. Amen. So how valuable is it to have people that can just be that friend to say, hey, 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 let's let's think about this. Maybe you missed something. Maybe there's something here that that. It takes it, it takes a certain level of maturity to handle that. I, I've 
never really gotten very far in the business world. I've never really tried. But I can tell you some of the jobs I've had, the, the last few that I had before I was doing some Uber driving, and thank God that's over. God bless. <laughs> Amen. But, uh, but I got to work hand-in-hand hand with, uh, with uh, a couple of people that, that own the business. And, they, you know, people, people nowadays, when they're really focused and dialed in on money and success, they'll pay for mentors. They'll pay a lot of money for somebody to say, hey, I'm going to run this by you. I've, I've seen one of the owners of one of the last companies I worked for, I've seen them say, you know what, this is everything I've wanted, everything I've dreamed of, and I've got an opportunity to open up another branch. And I've seen the, that their mentor say, no, you do not have my blessing. That is not, it is not the right time for that. Right. And I've seen the look of disappointment and hurt, praise God, because it was I, – I, I had another – a uh, man who was a, a business owner, and, and and he would spend an hour at least once a week sitting in his pastor's office saying, I want to run some things by you. I want to hear what you have to say, good or bad. And, and these are people looking to, to, to make money. What about our soul? Why are we so insecure, so intimidated by somebody who cares about us to tell us what we need to hear? Hearing from God it doesn't mean you're spiritually ignorant. It just means you're wise to say, you know what, God, I'm not in this alone. And I am vulnerable. I am vulnerable to deception. I'm vulnerable to my own will being too important to me. Jesus said it as he prayed in the garden. Nevertheless, not my will be done. That was quite a battle there. That was quite a prayer meeting. And we can see in our lives, I think, the, the seriousness of that battle between my will and God's will. Doing God's will isn't always so easy. And we've got to overcome some things. We can know it's right, but sometimes we need, we need to know what the Word says. Sometimes we need to have that help from others around us saying, come on, this is a way, this is what God's doing. And, and, and thank God for that and not be afraid of that. When you've gotten yourself so stubborn, so headstrong that you won't hear anything else, that you won't listen, that you don't want that. And you just want to do your will. That is the road to disaster. God wants us to be blessed. Now that blessing isn't always what you think it's going to be. Amen. It's not always, uh, uh, you know, having more than anybody else and, and getting rich and all. Oh, no, no, no. We got a, a very, uh, a life that is fulfilled and, and has enough and feels just so close to God. That's everything. Amen. But God's going to help you have that peace in your life as God directs you. God helps you. I'm not telling you to be afraid of the voice. No, listen, pay attention. But, but, but don't just allow that to be in your life without some 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 support of the scripture support of folks praying for you folks that care about you amen people that would break their heart if you would fail that's 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 a friend somebody that's going to be excited about you and happy that you're blessed that's a friend and thank god for a friend that sticks closer than a brother that's jesus praise god let's bow our heads in prayer I want to know God's will in my life. I want to 
have his direction in my life. Hallelujah. But so often I know in my own life there is a battle. Wanting the my will. Wanting my desires. And I've, I've got to crucify my flesh. Deny myself. Take up a cross. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. God will tell you the truth. God will... And they'll be in agreement. I've had folks come to me and say, hey, I feel like this is the will of God. I, I don't know right off the bat what it is. You're doing your best to hear from God. I'm going to pray and I'm going to seek God for you. But ultimately, every one of us has a responsibility in ourselves to just follow Him. I want to help you do that. I want to help you understand that. Recognize when you start laying aside the distractions and start following Him, God's going to start blessing your life. The most important blessing is that you can be saved. The most important thing is that God wants you to be in heaven someday. Don't let anything get in your way. Bible tells us that Jesus came to seek and to save them who are those who are lost. And if you'll come to God, if you'll call on Him, knowing, believing that He wants to save you, that His death on the cross paid a price for you, and that you turn away from an old life, you say, God, I'm sorry for that old life, God. I'm sorry for following my will, following what's easy, what was convenient, God, and help me to turn to you and put my confidence in you. And I want your will to be done in my life. I want you, Lord, to be my Lord. The Bible says to turn from sin and turn to Jesus in repentance. Peter preached to them on that first day of the birth of the New Testament church to repent of your sins. He said to be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ and you shall be filled with the Holy Ghost. To be born of the water and of the Spirit. It's the will of God for your life. It's the will of God. That old things would pass away. Behold, all things will become new. God wants you to make a new start today. Are you ready? God wants wants to bring you into His will, His plan. Like a good father, He's seen you when you were born even before then and saw His purpose in your life. He wants to bring your gifts, your potential alive in you and see you blessed. Come on, let's pray. Let's find a place to pray. If you would come around this altar and pray, it's a good place to just go ahead and say, God, I need you. I need you, God. Brothers and sisters, help us pray. Help us pray. Waiting for you. Just have faith to receive it. God knows that you need it. There's a blessing. Oh, yes. 
around us that have been there, have gone through the trials, been been down that road. and Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to, to get help when you need help. Don't be afraid to just say, you know, there's some things I don't understand. There's, there's some things that are really bothering me. That God will help you and God will work things out to help you have a a clear path to a new life. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God, we thank you for your presence here tonight. Thank you for helping us. Thank you, Lord, again for your word, your truth, God. We thank you, Lord. Help us to be led by your spirit. Help us to be guided, Lord, by the principles of your word, God. And help us, Lord, I pray, to just follow you. Lord, we love you. I pray you just bless each one. Guide us throughout this week, God, in safety and in health, God. And use us, I pray. Use us to be a strength and encouragement to shine the light, Lord, to this dark world. We love you so much. Let's all stand. God, we love you. We thank you, God, again, for just great services. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Keep on praying for these we mentioned. Pray for Judy. Praise God. Pray for Deb. God's working.